Hey guys, on our podcast, we talk a lot about hanging out in Hollywood while on our way to being the next big thing. I'm William Leon, and acting is my full-time job. And I'm Mark Marcillo, a director, actor, choreographer, and writer. And this is Made, Made in Hollywood. Hollywood. All right, today we've got a special guest with us, and we'll also talk about Uncharted and Batman. Also, in this episode, we're talking about Jason Stapes. Jason, Jason who? Who? What is he? <laughs> Jason Statham. But that kind of goes with the whole theme of <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> so I like it. We're keeping it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with that. <laughs> so uh, what's uh, what's going on? What's going on in Hollywood today? Um. Well, I just got my morning coffee. <laughs> which i feel like is a requirement for me uh living here in hollywood but uh they didn't have my oat milk uh, which is unfortunate but i usually have it black anyway so it's not too big of a deal yeah oat milk it's a new discovery for me i'm in, i'm kind of loving it are you well i'm vegan so it's been a part of my life for a while yeah you're one of those screwy people so <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i just gave it a gander and like it's pretty darn good actually i'm kind of loving it so what's been going on in your life since our last episode? Um, well, I think I mentioned on our last episode, I've been doing this play where I'm playing a uh, 12-year-old. Um, and now we just... Which totally makes sense. Which I guess totally makes sense. <laughs> you know, when I shave my face, maybe oh yeah, <laughs> maybe that works on stage. Um, so yeah, I'm playing this 12-year-old named Conrad um, in this play called Rapunzel Alone. It's a really beautiful piece. Um, and we just had our opening weekend over at the 24th Street Theater. Oh, very um, nice. Yeah, which went great. Um, we had our we had critics there, and uh, now we're LA. We're on the LA Times best bets for your weekend. I did see that. I saw that you posted that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it went really good. Um. I'm super happy with it. The audience uh, seemed to really enjoy it. I think we're gonna be finishing up in May. Um. So Mark, you uh, just did a short film though this weekend, right? I did. I uh, I did. I think this is now my seventh short film. Really. So wait, this is the, your seventh short film directing then? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, um, it went amazing. Actually, I, I couldn't believe uh, how good it went. And really all kind of happened um, just last minute. I wrote this thing three weeks ago and decided that I needed to get it done. And I knew I was going to South by Southwest. So I needed to do it before I left so that I could edit while I was in Texas. Yeah, it was all like really like harried and put together and, um, but I gotta say, really, really great. Like really, really. So yeah, all worked out. And and you were doing, you decided to do this for a film festival, right? There was like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And otherwise I was just kind of restless and wanted to shoot, you know. Right, right. Was the film itself m more of like comedy? you know you would think because it's me it would yeah, that's be what i thought <laughs> yeah it's not it's um it's more of a drama and is that um, usually is that kind of the kind of stuff that gets at outfests like more dramatic stuff i think that's i think dramas get more into festivals in as general. a whole i think in general yeah yeah okay. i mean as we saw with like breaking legs when we did breaking legs i mean we got told by a lot of people that it was just too commercial for the festival scene um, yeah, I I do. Yeah, it is kind of uh, kind of a weird statement, but it it, it is it doesn't it's not the kind of movie that I would that I feel like I see when I go to festivals. Yeah, but I guess that that's just not the kind of thing they choose. Absolutely. Right. I'm excited to see it. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> so we have a special guest with us. Yes, we do. We have my sister here. Woo! 
today, Christina Leon. Christina Leon. Well, uh, why don't you give us a little backstory on Christina first before we uh, bring her in? Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about her? <laughs> uh, well, I've lived with her most of my life. Um, yeah. Uh, Actually, have you? I think most of my life, yeah. Okay. Um, but but there was a, a long portion of my life that I didn't live with her because I moved out here when I was like 10 years old with my mom and she stayed back home in Chicago with my dad. Um, and then I think when I was around 16, um, my mom moved back to Chicago to be with my dad and my sister moved out here uh, to go to college. Um, and she's been um, studying physics and now she's going trying to become a teacher. Well, let's bring her down. <laughs> okay. You're not a little nervous, are you? Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous. Christina is, is, I mean, Christina will talk about it, but she is not um, technically a part of, I mean, she's a part of the film industry because we're a part of the film industry, Yeah. but she is not uh, in the film industry as far as actually having a real occupation in it or a job. Which I think is kind of why we wanted to have you on because, you know, there are a lot of people like you in Hollywood who are like not in the industry but they are they are around it so much that they become in the industry um yeah you know i definitely think uh yeah i moved out here five years ago maybe six years ago and i definitely think if i had one entertainment bone in my body that i would have become like i would be in the entertainment industry like I, there was always the option and there was always people around and I could have always, you know, and I did. I think there are points in my life where I was like, oh, what's, what are you doing? A short film? Oh, can I help out? Like, and I've been on sets. I was on set with Flame. I've been on sets with you, Mark. So like, I, I know, yeah, what it, what it's like, even though I've never been a part of it. I have like, I have an IMDb page, which is really crazy. I've never like done anything. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things about uh, your experience here is that you're not in the industry, but you have an IMDb page. And for anybody who doesn't know what that is, that is the Internet Movie Database website, which everybody in this town uses uh, to, you know, find talent, to rank talent. Um, yeah, yeah so. so I've got three credits on there. <laughs> I mean, I know you have one from me. Mm-hmm. I think you have one from William. What's the other credit? What's the other one? I am I am not sure, but I believe there's three of them. I know okay, I was so I probably... did crafty on your short film. That might be it. Might be from that. Oh, maybe it's yeah, because you were COVID compliance and crafty, so maybe it's just. Oh, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I believe your on-screen debut is in one of my shorts. Yeah. Yeah, that's super weird. I remember I went to the opening for William's short film, and someone had come up to me, and I forgot that you had asked me to do that one little, like, walkthrough scene. He was like, you were really good at it, too. And (laughs) (laughs) and and so I was like, I'm not in it. And he was like, wait, no, you were. (laughs) He was telling me about my part in this short film. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was really embarrassed. I was like, yeah, that's not, that wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah it makes me anxious because i have stage fright so i don't i don't i don't wouldn't want to be an entertainer i do like being behind the scenes i like going on sets with william and you and helping out but i never would want to be in front of the camera i think that's a lot of people in this town in this industry actually that like 
really want to be a part of the movie industry. You know, maybe that's not exactly you, but I think a lot of people that are in the industry really want to be a part of it, really want to do something in production or post-production or what have you, but they have no interest in being in front of the camera. Yeah. Right. I would say I would also have no interest in the responsibility because it is hard to make a, like you guys work so hard and it's like stressful and there's so many like loose ends, like the day of, there's so many things you have to think of. It's a lot. And yeah, I don't think that part's fun. I think it's stressful and I would never want to have that responsibility on me. But I do enjoy being on a set and people are like, hey, go do this real quick. Because you always need like people to run around and do things for you on the day. You don't need someone to, like always. Cool stuff. <laughs> you know, there's always like props aren't working. You need like someone to, hey, can you just real quick be in the background for this or whatever? So like I enjoy being on sets because you're always, there's always like a need for extra people on set. So I like being there and helping out. But I don't want the, any of the stress on me. I don't. It's not like something I want to do as a job. Really? Because you are sort of on the path uh, that James Cameron took, if you think about it. Because wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> he was a physics um, major, right? Uh, I think. Because you, yeah, I think you told me that, right? I think we joke about. We it joke about. I'm going to be the next James. Yeah, Cameron. we're like, cause he's gonna be the next James Cameron. <laughs> Listen, if you are, please hire us. <laughs> <laughs> He's a physics major. I think yeah, yeah, I think he was a physics major, and then, and then he went and did a bunch of crazy movies. Crazy movies that yeah. are like so. Um, ex- that are really good. That are really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty iconic, actually. Very iconic, mm-hmm. and usually very um, groundbreaking in, in the digital space. Yeah, Titanic being one of them, Avatar being another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's like he's got like six of those movies lined up now. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. It exciting. <laughs> we talked about that we in did. the we last talked, yes. podcast, just how many Avatar movies <laughs> are coming up. Yep. Um, speaking of movies, have you guys seen anything new lately? Um, well, William well, and I just went and saw Batman. Yeah, we just saw The Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The Batman. I'm Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Okay, so this is like a spoiler-free conversation, right? Yes, yeah, spoiler-free, I would I would think. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely spoiler-free. I mean, this movie, I mean, the, it just came out. Yes, <laughs> spoiler-free. Uh, Robert Pattinson, how was he? Um, I, I think he's the best Batman there's been. Really? I yeah. I think he made a great uh, younger Batman. You know? Yeah, and I think he like seeing him grow. If they do more movies, that would be pretty cool. Um, he was kind of like emo. He he's like, like emo, emo Batman. Batman. Emo Batman. He's like yeah, emo but Batman. He was great. It worked so well. Yeah, we were joking. <laughs> he's like giving like My Chemical Romance vibes. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> he's like very emo. He's always got black eyeliner on and like. But also, like in the movie, there are parts where I didn't expect. I don't think of Batman as like a nervous character, although he kind of like he's just a guy. And there are parts in the movie. There's one part without like giving too much away. He's got to like do something, and he's does. He's not fully like clear on all of his equipment yet, and he he's trying to use his equipment clearly for the first time. And he kind of like fucks it up a little bit. <laughs> he's got to like walk away. Like. <laughs> yeah, he's got like this awkward walk away. Yeah, yeah. it's it's fun. Yeah. So he's like new to. He's like he's only been doing it for a short time. So it was kind of fun to see like that type of Batman because it's always like the Batman who knows what's going on. He's got he's got it all figured out. Oh yeah, definitely the Christian Bale, uh, you know, guy always you know he's very very confident, very yeah. you know, straightforward, and mm-hmm. so same with Michael Keaton, definitely like super confident. Yeah. So that that's good that this they kind one, of like went a different yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I think they went like a bit of a different way um, with this one, especially because, like, I think in the, I mean, in the other ones, is he like such a, like recluse, 
like because he's like doesn't go out at all is that is that so uh no i think typically bruce wayne is seen uh as like this um recluse philanthropist oh he's a philanthropist okay so so this one i think was a bit of a different so that was also different but i think that you know, I think that w- that's kind of for show in the comics. I-, I haven't read the comics, but I think in the movies, it- it's kind of for show. It's like he's doing this so people don't think he's Batman. Yeah, it's basically yeah. his cover. That's his public persona. Yeah. And his undercover persona is the Batman. So I think if they do future movies, what will end up happening is you'll see him become that. Yeah, I, that's what I kind of think. he was very much like, you know, the world had not seen Bruce Wayne in forever. He was yeah, he's not, very much he recluse. Like they, Yeah, he's like known to be like alive but no one sees him gotcha um which is probably gonna adapt into that so that he creates a cover for himself yeah um but i mean i freaking love the film i thought it maybe was a little bit long it's a three-hour film wow three hours yeah so i I thought it was great I think it's perfect. Christine thinks Absolutely. it was perfect. I, I no, think no. there was a that was perfect. I think there's a car chase that could have been a little shorter. No, the car chase was good. I was, was looking at there was a funny good. TikTok that I was watching that it was like I feel like the Batman movie could have been thirty minutes uh, shorter if they if Batman just walked a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> because you see the first scene and there's this voiceover and it's just this long voiceover of him talking about the city and how he's vengeance and all this stuff. And it's just like all you see is like an empty room. And then like 30 seconds into, 30 seconds into the voiceover Batman comes around the corner walking really slowly <laughs> <laughs> he's slowly walking towards the camera during this whole voiceover thing um so I feel like it definitely could have been shorter but speaking of the voiceover I love the voiceover like I'm a big fan of Shawshank Redemption so like something about voiceover like I, I like in a film like when Morgan Freeman mm-hmm. has his voiceover in Shawshank but there was something about like when he was when Batman was doing his voiceover they do it in the beginning and then near the end I felt like the movie could have used more voiceover in the middle. Just like, it felt like more like a comic book. Like when he was like giving his voiceover, it just like, it made me feel very, I don't know, like, like I, like it was watching a comic book, Ah, something about it. Like it was like the little comic strips with the, well, speaking of voiceover, like it did have a, like a noir, it had a noir investigative film type thing, so the voiceover worked really well. Like, right, that was where you kind of like got the inner what was going on in like his head, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it was so, yeah, it had very much a noir vibe. Well, the Batman comic is definitely, uh, uh, its foundation is definitely film noir, noirish kind of detective. He's a detective, you know, it was detective movie. comics, is what he, you know, mm-hmm. debuted in, yeah. So, definitely, it's that, and you know, the you know 40s a friend of mine um uh who's a big fan of the of dc and batman felt like this was the best adaptation of the comic book um but she felt like dark knight is the best batman film i yeah okay that um, makes sense yeah i mean i think everybody's still gonna go back to the dark knight and be like well that's the best one you know uh, like they, everybody loves that I, I i loved this more than any other batman she hates film. the dark knight i love the dark knight <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like I, 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 I like the dark. I mean, I, I feel like I like the Dark Knight because of Heath Ledger, though. See, mm. that's the thing is, um, yeah, I was like, oh yeah. I mean, as far as J- the Joker goes, if you're a big fan of the Joker, then yeah, you're gonna love the Dark Knight because like that's his movie. You know, it's not really like Batman's movie; it's Heath Ledger's movie. Um, but this one was Batman's movie. This was definitely mm. like this was Batman's time to shine, and it was great. So my take on this whole thing, though, like looking at it, we've got another Batman film. <sighs> Do we really need another Batman film? 
like we got the Joker and we had all the other the Christian Bale ones and we had the Michael Keaton ones and I, what we had that Ben Affleck one somewhere in there. How many Batman movies do we need? And apparently you guys really like this well, one. Well, the thing so. about this one is, I don't know, for me, I've never wanted to like really badly to see what they do next with this series. But after this film, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see the next one. Interesting. You don't often hear that on a DC picture. Especially for me, because I'm not a fan of like superheroes or any of that stuff. I'm not a fan of Marvel, especially. Um, I think DC is a little cooler. Um, but usually I wouldn't say that, but I really liked it because it doesn't really feel, I feel like it doesn't really feel like a, like, like it has to be a, a Batman film. Just like the Joker film, when Joker came out with Walking Phoenix, right. it didn't feel like it had to be Stood a Joker own. film. Yeah. I feel like it kind of stands on its own. So it feels like it stands on its own as just a really good movie. And it just happens to be Batman. That's being the detective and figuring everything out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I guess that's a plug for the bat, the new Batman movie. So, um, but uh, I saw Uncharted, and I know that you guys have. And did you see it? I have seen it. Ah, yeah. See, Christina sees everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a list. And uh, I, William, you're a fan of. I'm. I have not seen the movie, but I'm. I'm a huge fan of the video games, which is part of the reason that I haven't seen the movie is because I'm such a huge fan of of the whole series of video games. Gotcha. So you yeah. don't want them to be ruined. Yeah, because, well, okay, I saw the trailer for this film, and I was already kind of disappointed. Yeah. Um, just because I, I know the game so well. I already thought Tom Holland was a weird choice for them for, oh, for Nathan Drake. Um, yeah, I mean, I know they're trying to do a younger Nathan Drake, but at the same time, it looks to me like Tom Holland is being, is being Tom Holland, a.k.a. Peter Parker, in spider-man it just feels like he's being that and that's not nathan drake right um also his, uh, yeah christina has thoughts also <laughs> historically um movie adaptations of video games are not good assassin's creed had a movie they only did one and it was not good um and uh, i mean there's tomb raider which i don't know some people kind of like those but but it's just like games to movies don't usually work out um, so I already don't didn't think it was going to work out, especially for someone that's such a fan of the video game. Because also, in my opinion, the games tell the story so well and are so cinematic that I don't really think it requires a movie. Gotcha. So that's that's how I feel about it. But I haven't seen it. So what do you, what do you guys think? What do you think? Um, well, I'm curious to know what you think because you're not. I have played the games, so I'm a fan of the games. So, <laughs> so it's nice I, to hear from an outsider. I had things. no idea that it was a game <laughs> when I went to go see it. I went to the drive-in movies, uh, to the Paramount drive-in, and saw it. So I love, you know, for me, I love that genre. I love Treasure Hunt. I lo- like that that kind of genre. I love, uh, like even like the Da Vinci Code kind of uh, uh, stuff. Which it definitely has those elements to it. Um, yeah, I mean, and I love Tom, Tom Holland because I, you know, I love the new Spider-Man stuff. I like what he's doing. Um, but I definitely felt like he was just the same character as Spider-Man or as Peter Parker in this. Um, and, but my, I guess, honestly, I, the, the movie was, was somewhat fun. I thought some of it was really clever. Um, you know, the the puzzle pieces that fit together, I thought some of that was really clever. Some of it didn't really hit for me. That's because the game is really clever. 
oh well, that's that's good to know see i yeah again had no idea mm-hmm. um and then because you know i don't play any games so but what i what really fell through the floor for me was that the mark Wahlberg and tom holland relationship there was i didn't feel any of it yeah okay yes. so that okay. I, Yes. Go. Absolutely. Yeah, you go ahead, Christina. Okay. I completely agree. Uh I think that they don't I think those two together made no sense at all. Um, I don't know how that casting happened. Uh yeah, so the action scenes were great. I think the story was really true to the game itself. The backstory with the older brother, that all happened it's, it was all taken from the game. Like I think they did a really good job with that. I think the action scenes were kind of really interesting and they played on like how they are in the game. I think they they took it from that and it was it was really good and and the whole story was great the only thing the only thing i think it that really fell through and it's kind of the biggest thing was the actors tom holland was spider-man he's he's not nathan drake it made no sense and the argument that i've heard was that they wanted to cast someone young so they could do a series but my counter argument to that is how old was uh, what's his name when he did uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh yeah, Harrison Ford. How oh old yeah, Harrison Ford. How like he was he was Indiana Jones and they he was I imagine pretty young when they did that. But now like, he's like eighty and he's doing the fifth one. I know. Whatever, so yeah. But Tom Holland's never gonna be Nathan Drake. Like Tom, like Harrison Ford is closer no. to what Nathan Drake was. Listen, than Tom they wanted Tom Holland because Tom Holland's the it boy right now. They didn't want him because they're oh, we want to do several movies, so we want him to be young. No, 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 no. They wanted the it boy to be in their movie, yeah. and that's the deal. That was, I think, that was just such a poor idea. I mean, maybe it, it made them more money. Yeah, exactly. It's a cash as, grab. Yeah. I mean, as far as making like a solid and true to the source material movie, it it definitely was not that because of Tom Holland and because of Mark Wahlberg. Uh, someone, I wish I could remember who, because this isn't my original idea, but someone said this to me, and I and it really, I was like, that's a great idea. What they could have done is hired a no-name and hired someone that could have been Nathan Drake. And then for Sully, the older guy, hire a face. But, like, yeah. not Mark Wahlberg. I don't think he made sense. Well, I mean, I love Mark Wahlberg in general, just uh, to be clear. I love him. I've always loved him since he was Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. But the problem with it was that there, the, there was no heart in it where we connected these two boys. these yeah. two, Well, this man and this boy. To be to like to love each other in some way. I didn't feel any of it. Yeah, like they... I kind of just hated Mark Wahlberg the whole time, and because you're really in Tom Holland's point of view. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't know. I was waiting. Why should I care? Why should I care about these two being friends, being together? There was never a moment for me ever. Yeah, they had zero chemistry. And they were not, and the thing is, Sully and Nathan have great chemistry. Yeah, They're in the this games, father they do. son dynamic, uh, and it's really great. In the games, it's great. Like, you, you're like living for them. Like, they're, they're, they're really awesome together. And then you have like these two that had zero chemistry, and the casting made no sense. I really don't know. Okay, maybe Tom Holland, because he is really popular right now, but why Mark Wahlberg? I'm not sure. It didn't make, he was not, he's nothing like the character. Oh, interesting. Um, so I don't know why they chose him. And I don't think he had great chemistry with Tom Holland. Maybe if they had had chemistry, I would have been like, okay, well, they're nothing like the characters, but at least they work really well together, but they didn't. No, they didn't. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. And I heard, I heard that Sully in the film didn't even have a cigar. Oh yeah. He gets, I think he gets one at the very, very end, which is crazy. Like 
that's a staple of that character. Yeah, oh, he's always gotcha. got a cigar. He's yeah, he's like the older, he's the older father figure. What Mark Wahlberg was not that at all. I was kind he's of annoyed, stupid. and it was a little slow. It was like here they go again. They're going. They're doing their banter, right? Their yeah. camaraderie banter, like that we're supposed to, again build something from right that's what banter's for you start bantering they don't like each other they don't like each other but then like that banter becomes funny and then that banter becomes like a connection there was no connection and yeah it felt phoned in it felt like a robot had just written all that dialogue of what banter's supposed to be but with like no heart no actual like meaning behind any of it what's too bad is i i, I think it really could have been good because the games are so good and the stories from the games are so good and also, the games are kind of unique in the way that they're told almost like movies. The cutscenes are really long. They're really cinematic and beautiful. I yeah, I was I I have to say I I, I drove out of that theater a little bit lacklustered and disappointed, mm-hmm. and and you know, and definitely saw the end coming like the whole time, waiting and waiting. I'm not going to spoil that, but like waiting for that element to come forward and it didn't and it didn't and they ended it and i was like oh what the heck i thought that was going to happen and then sure enough it did but it was so predictable that it really should have happened earlier because it wasn't really much of a cliffhanger Mm -hmm. so i was a little disappointed there too yeah i agree now one thing i did really like uh one cast scene i thought was really great is the girl in it the villain the main oh the main the girl I that he kind of likes absolutely and... love her not not the girl he likes the the other girl oh the fierce woman yeah. yes oh my God. and i don't know what her uh, name was but she I has a very exotic look tati gabrielle maybe i feel i feel like that's it she's in she's in you and she's also in uh she, the first time i saw her was in sabrina the teenage witch which is not a great great show but She's also in you, and I really like her. Well, that's funny that we got that we've talked about two action films, one that we like loved, and it seems like one that we like it seems like we really didn't like. Yeah, it was unfortunate this uh, this second one because I think it had a lot of potential. Obviously, it had a lot of money behind it, um, big stars attached to it, mm-hmm. and a big obviously a big franchise video game, uh, but you know, kind of yeah. fell short. Fell short. But speaking of um, action films, there's a, an action star that I kind of wanted to talk about. Talk about his name is Jason Statham. Oh no! The, who is this? I don't know. I don't know who he is, <laughs> Christina. Who is Jason Statham? Uh, Jason Statham is, uh, and he, he's been around. He's done a lot of B movies. He's an he's an action star, but he's done enough films where he's now star. Kinda, He's a star? Yeah, yeah, he is because he's a, he's a household name. I would say. Okay. People know who Jason. He's a Statham household is. name. <laughs> what what is like um, what? which households? <laughs> Almost all of them. Almost all of them. Mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, Angel Leon, do you know who Jason Statham is? I know you're our only listener, so <laughs> she probably does. She def- she does. What? So he's done a lot of B movies, right? Yeah, is he in Fast in, and Furious? He's in Fast and Furious. So I guess oh, that, that do there? does count. I think as... he was in a movie with uh, Jennifer Lopez. I think. Okay, a B movie then. Yeah. Well, Jennifer Lopez. She's she's an, she's people know her. She's a household I mean, name. yeah, we know Jennifer Lopez. We who's yeah. Jason Statham? <laughs> <laughs> Jason Statham is is an actor. <laughs> I mean, and nothing against Jason Statham. I, we had this moment, like, how many years ago? 
M- many years ago. Yeah, it had yeah. to be like five years ago in the car or You're something. Playing celebrity. Playing celebrity. And <laughs> so Christina pulls out Jason Statham, and both William and I are like, who? <laughs> and I think to date, I have still only seen one movie with the guy. It was like, I don't even remember the name of the movie, but it was a big action movie. Again, saw it at the drive in. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, and I was like, oh, I think, <laughs> I think that's that guy. Um, and nothing against him. I'm glad he's working. Apparently he's a star in a household name. But what's funny is now our list, all our listeners probably are big fans of Jason. <laughs> yeah, for Whoever yeah. listeners we have. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Leon is a big Jason Statham fan. <laughs> Yeah, probably like we're like the only two guys in Hollywood who don't know who this person is. is. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, uh, I wish the best to Jason out there. Uh, He's uh, he's got my vote. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Um, hope to see his work sometime. Yeah, I mean, maybe one of these days I'll go through those Fast and Furious movies. I think there's like. 14 of them well, he's only been in the last few oh really yeah he's not like a main i mean i haven't seen the last few i just know he's in them i've always meant to see them i've only seen the You've second one <laughs> there's too many all, at this point too fast too furious oh no i saw tokyo drift which one oh, is that tokyo drift is good it is good it was good yeah but that was kind of i think that's out of the main story oh, shoot they introduced some <laughs> first one's solid you got to see the first one that one's totally worth it and then the rest kind of introduce all these other characters and then they bring them all back in their whole whole family how well, many are there how many films are family. there i think there's 14 right isn't that right i literally just I don't said know. that <laughs> but it might oh, be right. Well, it was in my head, maybe because you said it. <laughs> I'm 14. Sounds right. Universal Studios has a good Fast and Furious ride. Right. It's all right, actually. I wouldn't it's, call it good. It's. it's I mean, great. but at least it's there. It's there. And we do love Universal Studios. It's part of the we tram. We love Universal Studios. It's part of the tram. It's like the King Kong thing. <sighs> love that. I, like I, I love the whole. I, I love the whole the King tour. Kong I great. love that tour. Oh, the tour is great. Yeah. I love. Also, it's. I love how long it is. It's like a, it's like forty five minutes. Dude, when I hour. need a break, I'm like, I need to go sit down. This is like, we'll just go on the tram. It's so yeah. good. I like. I gotta. I gotta recommend the, the any studio tour, any movie studio tour. I love. Um, but you know, as corny and cheesy as as the Universal one, I think kind of can seem because of Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> There's I that. No, I and I, I like Jimmy Fallon, though, right? That's fine. But it is a little like, hey, you know, like, let's, I've got, you got a host, you got the late night host, you got the, you know, here, let's go through King Kong. He's going to try to grab you, you know, like that yeah. whole thing. That's if you, yeah, if you come, if you come here to Hollywood, it's the Universal Studios tour is a must, I think. A must. Absolutely. And then try to go to the Warner Brothers one. It's not ritzy and glossy like the Universal one is, it's not a theme park. But it's great Hollywood history. It's really fun. I've never done that one. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, we I should, should do, do it. it. Oh yeah, we'll do it. I, I love it. Okay, I'm down. I'll, I'll go. I've been like four times. Yeah. I'll totally go again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm down. Um. All right. Well, thank you so much, Christina, for joining us on our podcast today. Yeah, thank we're gonna have to have you. We're gonna have to have you on again in the future. Yeah. If we uh, if we run out of people that want to be on it, we're gonna bring you back. Yeah. Bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. Well, uh, I think uh, we have uh, one more segment, and um, that's really just, uh, it's. Uh, I think, you know, you should take the lead on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, who pays for porn? 
I don't. I don't. Well, there you go. How about you? No, I've never. Hmm. Hmm. That settles that. Done. Thank you.